This is Tether Talk, a podcast for women where we talk about the truths that influence our identities, guide our choices, form our future, and lead us to the hope that steadies our hearts. Let's pull back the layers, uncover the lies, and hold on to the only truth that satisfies. So I am recalling the last episode and I told y'all that I was going to get hype like halfway through because <laughs> that's what God does. He just does stuff like that. And I love it when he does because it reminds me just how much I need him um, because I can be as tired as what I can be as frustrated as what <sighs> I can be as uncomfortable as what sitting in this closet. Bless you, Jesus. Um, yeah, you gotta do, you gotta do with what you got. You know what I'm saying? Like I live in an apartment and I thank the Lord for that, but I live in an apartment and, um, yeah, I have my room and stuff like that, but it's just, it's not, it's, it's just not, it's not the most conducive space for me to do recording and stuff. So I have to sit in my closet one day, if the Lord is willing I'm not, I don't have to have it, but one day it would be nice to have my own little studio, you know what I'm saying? And take me back to my DJing days and my recording days. I'd like to put some music on there, you know, like I, I cannot wait. This is like random, but I cannot wait to just open that box full of songs that I have written over the years and finally, finally put out my first album. I cannot wait for that. Um, if the Lord is willing, but I, I think, I think it will come. I don't know if, what season it will come in, but I, I'm hoping that God will bless me with the opportunity to do that on this side of heaven. Um, because I do believe that their songs, some of them are personal. Some of them are just reflective songs and my heart for the Lord and, um, my just love songs to my savior, Jars of Clay. Um, but most of them are songs for his bride to sing together and i would love to hear the body of christ sing these songs if god would have me do that i I got in this case i have to stop saying that because he gave them to me so that they could be sung after all he knows how to best worship himself so it's gonna be it's gonna happen i don't care if it's 12 people singing it uh, or singing them or twelve thousand people singing them so Whoever, however many people he wants to sing them, I just need to do my due diligence and make sure that they come out in Jesus name. Yes. From my lips to God's ears. Um, yeah, that's the only introduction that I have. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I don't even know if I should say this, but I got so irritated with myself, uh, last episode as well. (laughs) Y'all tether talk. I I just got to be real. I got to be myself. It's real. I got frustrated with myself because at the end of every episode, I usually say until next time. But I got so hype at the end of that last one. I was like, bless y'all. <laughs> Not that.
not that that's bad. I do pray the Lord blesses you with immense blessings, things that you don't even know that he has in store for you. Absolutely receive it. However, until next time, like that's my thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it actually does come very naturally for me to like very natural for me to say, say that, um, it's not something I plan like, oh, what's a really nice ending that I could put at the end of my episodes. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to be cool. I did take time to write the introduction, though, because I wanted to make sure that it was clear you knew what you were getting yourself into when you press play. Um, but um, but the end, I mean, that's just something that just came out. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. I'll just rock. I'll rock with that. Um, so this last one, I was like, man. And then the Lord was like, uh, you mad because you bless people? <laughs> no, Lord, I'm not. You're right. But I'm going to say it at the end of this one. <laughs> I'm going to get back on track. All right. That's the end of my intro today. Welcome. I love y'all. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Oh, I will say this. And once again, I'm saying something that hasn't even been fully worked out yet. But I suppose if I say it, I, it has to be done. So be on the lookout because I will be launching my uh, very limited stationary line, Brave Slate, in the next week. And um, if you, mm, how do I, how do I describe these cards? These cards, these cards are for the moment that you feel like you're about to talk yourself out of saying something in a card, like writing in a card. Yeah, that's what these cards are for. They're for the moment that you feel like you're about to say something and then you try to rework it. I don't want you to rework it. I want you to write what you mean, to say what you mean. That's what, that's what Brave Slate's all about. So the site's gonna go live I think I wrote some stuff in there that makes a little bit more sense or maybe it's a little bit clearer than what I just said right now. But like, y'all know that moment. You feel like you you want to say something and you're at that point. You're like, oh my gosh, I have something to say. I have something to say. And then and then either opinions come in your mind, your your fear, fear comes in, into your mind. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how people are going to receive this. You start overthinking it and then you backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know. And then you change it. No, I don't want that anymore. I want us to be brave women. I want us to be brave enough to say exactly what we mean. God has given us freedom in that. I want us to get to a place where we finally start trusting our instincts again. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I got some cards up there. I wrote some little support statements. And um, yeah, some small some support statements and some scripture and stuff. But then there's a little part in there where you can kind of put your own thing um, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see what I can do to encourage you to just be brave in saying what you mean. Let's try to do that so that every day it becomes easier and then you can be more confident about being the person that God has created you to be and you ain't trying to be nobody else. Yes. Brave Slate coming soon. Um, what else? Okay. I'm trying to think if I should say this one too. Oh, I will. I will. Because I think it's important. Um, I know I call this tether talk. And it's like, oh, 
I mean, I'm talking to y'all, but y'all don't really have an opportunity to like dialogue in the moment with me. So um, after a period of time, the time time that I mentioned last week that I am planning to spend with the Lord and just, you know, get some clarity on some things. After that period of time, I do plan to have once a month Tether Talk Live, um, where I will send out a, a little Zoom link and I will be inviting some of my friends, my personal friends, not big time speakers or anything like that. Although that will come at some point, but like, you know, um, women that you may not know, but you will know because these are women that I do life with, um, women that I trust. Um, I would like to sit down and just talk with them about things that they are well-versed in. And you guys will have an opportunity to engage in those conversations. They will be recorded. I don't know where I'll post them yet. I'm not trying to do that YouTube thing. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but I'll probably add them. They will be archived and I will add them to something that's coming a little bit later in the fall. Um, otherwise, yeah, keep a lookout. Be listening for that as well. Um, give me about a month to give you more details on that. But it will be Tether Talk Live. Um, it'll probably be the like the last Tuesday of every month around 8 39 p.m or something like that the dates and the times may change because you know that's life as a mother but um um that's what i want to do and i'm i'm really excited about that and we gonna go in sisters don't 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 come with your like <laughs> with tea with your pinky up and like cucumber sandwiches with the crust cut off don't you can if you want to it's okay but um that's not that it's not that type of talk we're gonna we're gonna go in and talk about some things that i think need to be said in jesus name okay ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 2 finally 10 minute introduction i started saying that i was done at three but look at we look at where we are seven minutes later all right a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck what is planted. I had this so set up for last week. <laughs> I surely did. But plainly said, there is a time to be born. Let's just stay there for a second. I'm here again with nothing in front of me. So Holy Spirit... Say what you need to say through me. But a time to be born. Every single person on earth was given a birthday from the Lord, from your creator. And that day was, and that day was determined with intention. Once again, you are not just born to live. You are born with intention. And there is something that God has for you to do. Yes, your days are numbered. And you don't know how many of those days you have. But you are not here by accident. And anyone who tells you that you are a mistake, anyone who tells you that you are an accident is a liar. And you can dismiss them because God put you on this earth for a reason. And it might take some time for you to figure out what that is, but the first and foremost thing that he has created you for is relationship with him, all right? 
There's a time to be born. If you're here and you're listening, you are born. Welcome. You have things to do. And a time to die. It's unfortunate. We don't want it. We don't like it. But if you are someone who believes in truth and believes in Jesus, you know that death is the doorway to life in Christ, uh, eternal life in Christ. And so um, it happens. We're born and we die. And it's sad when we lose loved ones and we lose them too soon, maybe, you know, much younger than old age where we all hope that we are able to leave this earth and and, and having fully experienced a, a great long life. David says the years of a man are 70, 80 if he's strong. And we look forward to that. We're like, man, that would be amazing. Um, but we don't know. And so the goal is to live as if you don't know. To live with that intention, to live with that passionate purpose, to point yourself in the direction of pursuit for what God has in store for you and not just, you know, eat, you know, eat, drink for tomorrow we die, whatever that, you know, is that Shakespeare? I don't know. Eat, live or for for tomorrow we die. Like that is such nonsense (laughs) in my opinion. I do believe in nourishing your body. I do believe in even enjoying a little something. I really like the um, almond milk chocolate something at Publix. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, it's it's so delicious. Y'all, that brand is so good. It's so delicious. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I I like to indulge sometimes. I may not be doing that much anymore because I don't, what episode is this? 17, 18. <laughs> I'm still 203, y'all. I'm still 203. But it is the season for me to take hold of my physical self and put it under subjection to the self-control that comes only through the power of Jesus. I need that. But yeah, if you do want to indulge so delicious is a great brand and this is not sponsored this is just me (laughs) there are no sponsors (laughs) but this is just me like yum anyway eat live eat drink for tomorrow you die is not what life is about okay you can enjoy life but live life so that when you die you can keep living life A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. Yes, you can plant. And sometimes you look at life and you're like, hmm, I like this one, actually, because it does actually make me think of of a garden. The first the first part of this verse is very much like, hey, we just going to get real, real quick. Like you're here and then you're not. Let's just be honest about that. But a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted. I like that. Um, my sister just started like her urban garden. She's so good at stuff like that, man. B, shout out, you're killing it. Um, and she inspires me in that. And so I'm like, man, I want to do that. Whereas she has like vegetables and stuff like that. Uh, my sister, uh, uh, um, Akia in DC, she's got urban garden too. They were both vegans for a time. 
I think he, I think my friend is still a vegan. I'm sorry. I, I said y'all's names, but y'all family. It is what it is. Um, anyway, they're both really, really good at that. I was like, man, I'm going to try. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take it back to Eden. I'm going to do the best that I can. And I just went to Lowe's with her or like Home Depot with her, my sister, and um, grabbed some seeds and started planting flowers so my girls could also be a part of that whole process. So all I have are flowers. Nothing that, nothing that is, uh, <laughs> nothing that's going to die soon because I, I failed to take care of it. Like I, you got to take baby steps, you know what I'm saying? Flowers. And, and guess what? I got the flowers that are in bloom like all year. <laughs> just to make sure that there was some success <laughs> you know what i'm saying i was like yes <laughs> and I, I picked like three of them that were already bloomed just so we can just keep taking care of them and then a few seeds that they could see you know germinate and and um take root and all that stuff but yes i had to start from the very beginning but i love this because it says a time to plant a time to pluck up what is planted and I think about it from a gardener's perspective. I'm not, I'm just saying from the gardening analogy, that sometimes you see stuff and you're like, mm -mm, that one's not gonna work. We planted some seeds and they're not germinating or maybe they're just taking mad long. And I'm like, no, it's time for you to go. And sometimes you just have to do that. Simply put, I'm gonna move on to verse three. <sighs> a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. Those are hard words to read, but I will say very, very strongly, no one has the authority to take life. So a time to kill, unless you were living in the Old Testament, and it was the will of the Lord for you to take out some Amalekites, some Canaanites, some Philistines, Amorites, Jebusites, all the ites. You should not be taking life. Do not do that. You should be healing. You should be an agent of comfort and love and healing someone whom others can come to to receive encouragement please please be the please be that person do not be the other and if you have been that person and you have repented of that you are no longer that person. You've come out of that life. I bless you. Um, if you are um, sincere about what you have done and sincerely remorseful about what you have done, I bless you. Come on into the fold. Turn over a new leaf and become a healer in Jesus' name. A time to break down and a time to build up. I see this more relationally. Um, I mean, most of this is going to be relational, but practically speaking, yeah, there's a time to break down and build up. Our lives need reconstruction sometimes. 
Sometimes you see something that you've built and it's just deteriorating before your eyes. You don't just keep building on top of dead. You don't build on top of something that's spoiled. You don't add it to something that it has no foundation that's already shaky. You don't do that. Sometimes it requires you breaking some stuff down so that you can build up again. Um, what is it? Deconstruction before construction. You have to do that sometimes. Fixer-uppers. Finding something that looks like it's on its way out, but has amazing land around it. What are you going to do with that? Are you going to take the land and say, well, it came, I mean, the house came with the land. It's such good land. I guess we should just leave the house. Well, no, you don't do that. It will destroy the land. You take down that house and you build from ground up. And now the house that you've built, the, the home that you've built matches the life of the land. And I feel like that that's the reality in some of our, our relationships, our seasons, our jobs, things that we do, things that we're a part of. You have to be you have to ask God for wisdom to determine whether something needs to be broken down and something needs to be built up again. And then in the context of God being the builder, the master builder, there are things that God is, sees in you for every one of us, because none of us are perfect, nor will we ever be until we see God face to face, that he sees us and he sees within us. And he says, oh, I have some plans for you some good plans, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope in a future. But there are some things in you, my daughter, that have to go, that I need to break down, that I need to buffet, that I need to, um, you know, to, to shave off, um, that I need to prune from you so that I can build something new in you. We have to let God do that. It is painful, it does hurt. No one goes to a, an abandoned building and tries to take it out piece by piece. More often than not, they're over there throwing grenades in that junk and letting it explode or they, they're, they're taking it out from the root and lifting entire buildings so that they can move it away and start, you know, rebuilding. And sometimes it's like that in your relationship with the Lord. I've been there so many times I'd be feeling like, when are we going to get to the next stage of this building project, Lord? Like, <laughs> come on, Jesus. Like, I really, I do. I feel like that sometimes. I feel like, I feel like he's starting on me every day. Over and over and over and over. And I'm constantly in this state of like, that too? Oh my gosh. Oh man, again? Like some stuff is coming back. Something is, you know, like weeds. That's what they, that's what, you know, I think they say, yeah, weeds just grow and they just take over everything. I have weeds in my heart. I have weeds in my mind. I have weeds, you know, in, in, in my, in my thought life that obviously have deep roots from my childhood or, you know, things that I've experienced in life. And God really just wants to uproot those things in us so that there's room for him to build something that will last. And we have to be willing to, and you know, we have to be willing to go through that. I don't know, maybe sometimes it's easy, maybe it helps to see it practically. You know, if you're not gardening, I don't know, 
go grab a pot and some some seeds and start doing that and just watch the process watch what's happening to that um if you have children and you're looking at your kids you know full well there are some patterns that they're you know that they're picking up and things that you want to break in them <laughs> well i say that loosely i don't just go knocking your child upside the head or anything like that but like you you see stuff and you're like oh my gosh that's got to go and you're not doing it because you don't like your kid you're not doing it because you don't love them you're doing it because you're like man i want the best for them and i don't want them to be reckless and trifling and you know whatever i want them to be to be whole i want them to be strong i want them to be um intelligent i want them to be respectful i want this for them and 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 so you do whatever you need to do you take away what you need to take away you use certain things as consequences as rewards whatever it is that you're doing and it's the same thing for the, that the lord does with us but i think what makes this easier is when we actually trust that god's desire is to build he does not want to destroy you he doesn't he wants to ensure that you meet your destiny that you meet him he wants to make sure that you also enjoy what he's building in you and because you can, he <sighs> there's no way to separate you from god's work for you and if he's especially if he has given you a glimpse of what he has in store for you He's giving you a vision for what he has in store for you. It is just wisdom to trust the God of the vision, to trust the one who holds the blueprint, to trust the master builder and to say, you know what, whatever it takes to get that, I'm good. I'm for it. I'm down. Let's go. And then what's required of you is to continue to remind yourself of the confidence that you had in Christ in the Father in the Holy Spirit where he showed you the blueprint for the vision when you looked at it for the first time and he was like you see what i have for you and you're like oh my gosh come on now y'all know i always i love going to look at homes i hopefully will have a house of my own someday I love looking at homes. I they got to be right though. Like you just can't go to like any neighborhood. Like if I don't see myself living there, I'm not going to go see it. I don't care how nice it is. But like I love walking in and then the realtor is like, "Oh, look at this and this is this." And you just walk in and you're like, "Oh my gosh." And then you hear them saying things like, "This could go here and this could go here." And all of a sudden you're dreaming, you're enjoying it. And then you look at colors, you look at at materials, you look at um the uh, the landscape you look at the location you're just dreaming that's what the lord is doing with our lives yes when we were born he numbered our days he knows our end from the beginning he knew exactly what he had in store for us but as we build relationship with him he reveals those things to us in time and as he's revealing them and we're taking them in and we're uh, we're aligning ourselves with his plan we say yes god that if that's what you have for me that's what i want We've got to allow ourselves to go through the um 
uh, we have to allow ourselves to go through the, um, the process that it takes to obtain that vision. Just like there's a process that is necessary to obtain a home. They gotta check your credit, you gotta apply, you gotta get lenders, you have to have this, sometimes you have to have a down payment, all this stuff. It's the same thing with the Lord. You want that vision? Okay, okay. There's a down payment. You can't pay that, because that junk costs life, and you can't live if you're dead. Do you know what I'm saying? And then that's the first thing you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's too, that's too rich for me. I can't handle that. And he's like, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. My son's got you covered. He's, he's that ultimate lender. He's got you covered. Come on now. He's got you covered for real Lord. Yeah. All you got to do is accept it, accept him, sign on this line right here. Know that he's the one who's making a way for you to get this vision, to get this home. And you're like, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. You don't need anything else from me. No, you just got to appreciate him. You got to love him. I'll love him. He's going to pay that down payment. Yeah, he's going to pay it. All of it. Absolutely. No strings attached. No, you just got to be with him. He got to be okay with him coming over every, every once in a while. <laughs> you got to be okay with him coming over. That's it. Yeah. Can you cook? Yes, I can. Then he's going to make himself home right up in here. That's it. You do that and you remember that moment when you sat with the Lord and you were introduced to the Son of God, to Christ, and you just enjoyed just being introduced to the family. And then he said, I've got you covered. Not just the down payment, but if you're willing and you're if you're willing for me to come over and to just give my little input here and there. I got the whole thing covered. What? What kind of deal is this? I've never heard of a deal like this before. Yeah, we do things a little bit different, the Lord says. <laughs> we, got, we do stuff a little bit different around here. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And for real, that's what happens. And then you say yes. You come in. And then one day he just knocks on the door. He calls you. Hey, you mind if I come over? You're like, oh, absolutely. He comes over, you know, hangs out a little bit. Y'all sit, you enjoy. He whispers sweet everything's to you. You're like, yeah, man, okay, okay. You're still giving, aren't you, Jesus? You're still giving. <laughs> this has gone on way too long. <laughs> but that's, I mean, I'm just saying like, oh, you still do. You still okay. You still giving. I like that paint that you got there. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay. I like that of it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that? What's what? I've been loving this house. No, what's what's this right here? There's a little hole right there. Oh, I didn't even see it. It's so small. Yeah, that's that's a termite. That termites come through that termites. Yeah, we, we need to take care. Oh, do what you got to do. Do it like the small stuff. I mean, termites can come in. You got to watch those little foxes that come through the fence. You know what I'm saying? The Bible talks about that too. 
gotta make sure your house is protected but like termites you're like oh that's that's a small area it's okay he's like oh yeah but they can do some damage in the same way there might be something in your life that's a termite and you just see one you're like ah, oh, it's so small it's not even a big deal and the lord's like uh-uh that little mug right there can do some damage we need to take care of that we need to call orkin we need to whatever we need to do we need to handle that you gotta let him do it. And then there are times where it's a bigger job. Hey, I know you like that granite, but that's not working with that with that steel floor. That's not working <laughs> with whatever it is. My sister knows so much more about this than I do. But like, that's not working. Something's not, it's the, the thing, something is clashing in here. It's clashing. Temperature doesn't feel quite right in here. And he doesn't, he's gentle. He's sweet. He always calls before he shows up. So he doesn't just barge in, although he has the right to because he owns it. He lent it to you. He lent your body to you. Gave you your life, but lent your body to you. You know what I'm saying? All that. But he'll never barge in. He'll always call. Unless it's absolutely necessary for him to do an overhaul, your best option is to welcome the breaking down so that he can build you back up. Take it for what it is. Allow, to, allow him to be the master. Allow him to be the blueprint holder. Allow him to be the lender. Allow him to be that for you. The refiner the interior designer. He knows what he likes and he knows that you'll like it too. He knows that you love this life so much. Sometimes you, you don't even have the time to focus on the things that aren't right. Who, who wants to go through life focusing on what's not right? Nobody does. But sometimes you have to so that you can make things right. And that's what God wants from us. He wants the freedom to be able to break down so that he can build up. Yeah. I want God to do that in my life and I want him to do that in your life. So if there's, if there's anything, it doesn't even matter how small that thing is that you are just afraid of letting him touch Remember who he is. Remember how you got to where you are right now. Remember that. And if you've never taken the opportunity to go check it out, check out the, the, the house of life that he has for you, you've never taken that opportunity, it's okay. I encourage you to do so. It's all right to do so. But, um... You know, once he does, once once you do and once once you are his and he is yours and you're in this thing together, like let God do that. You know what I'm saying? He knows he knows what the what the finished product looks like. He 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 wants to introduce you to your future self. <laughs> I've seen my future self, at least what he's allowed me to see. And that girl's killing it. I've seen I've seen her. I'm like, oh, okay. But um, 
I don't know how long it takes for me to get from here to that, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes for that time frame to be as short as possible so that I can enjoy being that version. And I'm talking about the version before heaven. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm okay. Getting a little bit more time here on earth, Lord. I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, like, like that, that, that woman that I've seen, the woman that he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm building something in you. I want that. I'm like, okay, okay. Naomi's going to take this right here. Oh God, that's deep. That one is rooted so deep. He's like, yeah, but this is what it looks like after that's done. We want the after. To everything, there's a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. We'll pick up on the next verse next time. Until then. <laughs>